Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails. I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. How funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed the question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son You thought I was going to say son of a bitch, didn't you? And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. (laughs) It's time for the Cigar Authority. November 29th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Today, joined by the 2013 Cigar of the Year winner, Hammer and Sickle Icon. Joining us will be the reigning champion, uh, the owner, Eric Hansen, in the midst of the Russian NASCAR event. We'll tell you all about that. We'll also reveal the contenders for the 2014 Cigar of the Year, which you can help us decide on which one is the winner. The weather outside is frightful, but the cigars inside are delightful. This is Barry writing this mess. <laughs> I noticed that you don't read everything that's on your teleprompter. No, I don't. So uh, kick back and light up as we take you to a two-hour journey. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week from the majestic Studio Red Square in yeah. Seabrook, New Jersey. Yeah. Because I'm going to read what's on the teleprompter. Yeah, that's a typo. Yeah, that's a typo. Yeah. Seabrook, New Hampshire. Do not drive to New Jersey. The taxes are too high. Uh, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both all right this is the time of year where we make this announcement we've been doing this since 1992 i know you're looking at the cigar magazine out there and you say don't they have the cigar of the year they've been doing it for about four or five years now ding dong you're wrong since 1992 we've been doing this we're going to continue they will be copying us we'll be continuing our journey 
as uh, Barry has wrote here, and uh, come up with the Cigar of the Year. This, my friends, is last year's Cigar of the Year. It doesn't matter. No, it wasn't a Cuban cigar that the magazine said was the Cigar of the Year. This is the Cigar of the Year from last year. It is the Hammer and Sickle Icon. It is the Hammer and Sickle Icon, specifically the Toro size that one, which is what we'll be smoking here. Although some people on the camera may be looking at this box and saying, that doesn't look like a Toro. No, it's a Churchill. We needed to get the extra space to put the Cigar Authority logo on the top because part of Hammer and Sickle coming into a retailer near you, one of their special events, things that they do, a gift with purchase, we call it, is they will laser engrave the box. And so they were nice enough to laser engrave this box for us and have it say the Cigar Authority. Isn't but it cool? You can isn't have it say it great? Those that are watching anything on you want. It's awesome. They, their boxes are cool to begin with. I mean, it's uh, not... They're against wood, I guess, is what it comes they're down to. They're anti-wood. It's glass. It's marble. It's leather. It's suede. It's anything but wood. And uh, their packaging is truly unique. Their cigars are fantastic. And these are guys that get a joke. We had a customer actually etch the box and have it say, F you, but the actual really? words, Adam, one of the salesmen here yeah. at uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook. And they did it. They did it. Sure. They did it. There's no censor. Not at all. And there's no filter. <laughs> so uh, Hammer and Sickle Icon, this is a Connecticut shade made out of the factories that make Davidoff cigars, Hanky Kellner, and, the, and uh, yep. lots of other cigars. Parents, why don't you tell us about It's made cigars. out of the Tabidon factory in the Dominican Republic, which is the home to Davidoff. The cigar features a four-year-old Connecticut shade wrapper. USA Connecticut grade. And it has a Dominican binder and filler. It measures at 6 by 50 and it's a flawless-looking cigar it is and it's priced so great there's a lot of reasons for this one of the reasons is you don't see a lot of uh bloggers other radio shows uh magazines and stuff giving homage to the shade wrap cigar because they feel like it well they've outgrown it perhaps not this one this is the one if you've never tried it before don't be fooled by it lots of flavor great cigar deserving of the cigar of the year it absolutely is. i think a lot more skill goes into creating a flavorful milder cigar than a fuller body and more important than even that which that's a great point but consistency True. being able to go from box to box with a mild cigar you're going to pick up flaws in the blending right away so hats off to hendrick kellner for being able to pull that off absolutely so uh, let's give it a cut and light, and we'll begin right now. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-tip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And while I'm on the S-chip talk, there is talk of S-chip being raised. Right now, it is at 41 cents. It was a five-year deal that they had, and we're looking at the government right now to see in 2015 what they end up saying of S-chip. You know, it's, like anything else, I would imagine it's going to go up. Well, it's not like the U.S. government says, "Okay, we've collected enough money. Yeah, you can have your you can have your tax they, back." They got way less than they thought they were going to get. Is what it comes down to because it's such a small industry. You cannot. How much can you bleed it? There's only so much going on. So uh, yeah, that's the problem with it. So well, we're operating us. we're operating in a in a multi trillion dollar deficit, and they're looking at an industry and trying to get only a billion less than a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's all there that. is. Yeah, that's all there is. So uh, all right, we're gonna shave now. 
We're going to shave. <laughs> well, you know what? I picked this lighter because Eric Hansen loves this lighter for some reason. He loves it. Well, it's got a an double onboard slide out bullet cutter. It does look like an electric razor, but you don't want to shave with this bad boy. No, no. You'll get a third degree burn. You'll get the razor burn, but not the way you want it. Correct. Yeah. This lighter is called the TL 100. B, not to be confused with the TL100A yes. or the C. It makes it look like crap. Makes the this TL800A is, look like This it. is the B, folks. Yeah. It's the better of the of the three. B for better. It features a triple jet flame that are pointed in, so you do still get pinpoint accuracy, which is not easy to do or achieve with a triple jet lighter. So while you guys are toasting that, the uh, pre-light drawer on this cigar was a little bit of a barnyard note. Uh, a little bit of hay, very, very Davidoff-esque. Yeah, yeah, very reminiscent um, of what... Um, a little bit of a buttery richness as well. There we go. I concur. And once the cigar is lit, it develops a little bit of a sweetness as well. I smoke this cigar all the time. When I tell you all the time, just about every day I have one of these. As I should, it is the cigar of the year. If you've never tried it before, you owe it to yourself. Don't be nervous. People are going to make fun of you smoking a shade wrap cigar, and it's not manly enough to uh, do it. It's it's a great cigar. It is a great cigar. It's a lot of flavor to it, and personally, I think for the price, it was the value of the year. So there was a lot of great things about it. It continues to be great, uh, but today we will announce the contenders for the Cigar of the Year 2014, and the icon will be retired. We're going to keep selling it. We're going to keep smoking it, but it moves aside yeah. for, some, for something else. We're going to do like a little Miss America thing. Is he going to take off his crown and, and pass it on to the next cigar? Well, that won't be until Super Bowl Saturday, as I like to call it, when we make the final announcement of which the winner is, which we're going to get you, the, um, the listener, involved in it. Just like we did the blind taste test, you can be involved in it. There's going to be a little pack that you can get and sample each one of these cigars. And there'll be, uh, how did you do it, a special uh, email address to vote? Yeah, I believe, uh, I don't have it in front of me. It's on the, the contenders pack. Okay. Um, it's the same address that we've used the last few years. Okay. And uh, I believe you have it in your hand on the bottom. We will not say that because you'll need to buy the pack to get that information on yes. it. But uh, I have it right here. And... Uh, I'm not going to put it in the view of the camera because all the cigars are in it, and we'll They're ready uh, to go, baby. We'll, and, we'll tell you as it goes on. And right after the show, twoguyscigars.com, our site sponsor, will have them available um, through their main rotator image to purchase. Okay. So Cigar of the Year. Uh, we started in 1992. Uh, the first time we ever had a Cigar of the Year, it was Fonseca. Fonseca Triangulare, actually. And it was a very mild, smooth cigar. It was priced in... Under five dollars at the time. I mean, I'm going back a lot of years ago, 1992, and for a lot of reasons, that cigar was uh, a fantastic draw. In the, in the days of '92, um, the cigar boom was just starting up, and uh, a lot of people were rushing cigars. Fonseca was not doing it. Their quality was great. They introduced that size. The Triangulari was a great cigar, and uh, it became the cigar of the year. Was that a triangle cigar? What's it, it was a Kind of a wide cigar with a little point at the top of it. That it wasn't like a pyramid that went all the way down. It yeah, was yeah. a slight point that was on that. They still make the cigar today, but unlike wine companies that have the decency to actually put the year of production on the wine, what crop it came from or something, cigar companies, oh no, 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 they're too smart for that. 
they're not going to put it on there and they're going to carry on year after year we have the same cigar when they don't have the same cigar it's impossible to have the same cigar and it, it might have been different people that owned the company at that time and then uh, somebody left the company or the company was sold off or something could have happened or they moved production from one country to another all these things happen so the cigar of the year in the year that it won was a great great cigar you'll look at some of them and uh, we have a chart in each of our stores that show each year what it won and say, oh, my God, that's not even a good cigar. It was a great cigar at that time. At that time. And, and it's changed. And some of them held their own and stayed on for many years and still become a great cigar. And some of them fell off the face of the planet. 1993 it was Royal Jamaican Vintage. Okay, this is a perfect example. Royal Jamaican was made in Jamaica. And it was a great cigar, and this was the vintage, the top, top of the line of what it is. Royal Jamaica is not made in Jamaica anymore. It's made in no the Dominican kidding. Republic, and it's not Jamaican. It doesn't have Jamaican tobacco, and it's, they just have a name. And it's the band, you know, it's what it is. Uh, going to 1994, it was a boutique cigar company. At that time, very, very small. A guy in Texas, Mike Butera, created a brand called Butera Royal Vintage. Small, small production. Was everybody just throwing around the word vintage? At no, that time? I believe he was the first one actually to do okay. it. And um, well, Romeo and Juliet vintage, he comes out with Butera Royal Vintage. Mike um, Mike Butera was a pipe maker, and he made very very expensive pipes, not many of them. And then he got into the cigar end because the cigar boom was in, was in full steam at that point. But he demanded that a cigar be uh, rolled and then put on cedar um, chips and a slow, slow process. And he didn't make all that many because he made a, they, every one of them had to be so perfect. Later on, that cigar was sold off to Altadas. Uh, before that, it was called Consolidated Cigar. They bought the company from him and they ruined it. They ruined the cigar. You don't even see the cigar anymore. But in that day, that was that was like the, the boutique cigar. And um, Wonderful, wonderful cigar. And although he didn't make all that many, he was still able to supply you with enough. Anybody that wanted them. Gotcha. But a lot of he stores, didn't open up a, a... No, but a lot of stores weren't jumping at the opportunity to buy a cigar that they never heard of. We were kind of unique that, you know, we were into uh, uh, Tony Mahani's Bahia at that time and uh, Butera and Cusano and little companies that started up. And we would, you know, jump on the boutiqueness of, of that it. And um, it's hard to say they supplied you whatever you want because in those days, from I would say from 93 to 97, you got what you got and you were lucky to get it. These guys were pretty damn good to us, but no, they could not supply everybody with everything. Nobody could. Okay. So uh, 1990, just a, f a few off the top of my uh, list here. Um, 1998, it was Perdomo. They were new. They were hot. Their cigar was great. They made a... Uh, a torpedo called the X, um, Perdomo uh, Reserve X. Was this this predates Opus X? No, I don't believe so. Opus X maybe I know it says 1992, but they never came out in 92. They maybe came out in 95 when they finally released it. Okay, this is 98. Their torpedo uh, box press torpedo to that point that they make that beautiful torpedo they to do. this day. Um, 98, 99, uh, Indian tobacco, which, uh, what do we hear about Indian tobacco this week? It goes to Phil Zangi. Yeah. He bought yeah. the trademark back. Yeah. He owned it. He owned it before. Yeah. Now he owns it again. Yeah. 
Yep. So, uh, uh, listen, they they were a big deal when Indian Tobacco came out. Their packaging was unique. The cigar was really good in 1999. Um and later on, uh, when Rocky bought into the company and then uh, took it on, he came out with Rocky Patel Vintage, um, which was um, 04, the Rocky Patel Vintage comes out. And we name it the Cigar of the Year then. We still carry it to this day, but that was 04 when Rocky Patel Vintage came out. So that's is that back-to-back years for a same, the same No, company? 99 to 04, five oh, okay, years, okay. Five years right. later. Um, what else? We got... Uh, Two years ago, Atabay, to me, still the greatest cigar ever made. Uh, I love it. I uh, agree. When I came up here to New Hampshire yeah. to become part of the Cigar Authority family, you gave me that cigar. I have not smoked a better cigar in my life. Yeah, that was that was two years ago, and my God, that's still staying strong. And um, 2013, here we are. Um, we uh, picked the icon in 2014. We'll go through them and, and try to figure out um, what we liked and um, reasons why we did what we did. But those are past winners. Um, so how do we pick the contenders for the Cigar of the Year? A lot goes into it. Um, a lot of arguing behind the scenes. Yes, there is. So, um, you know, first off, we have to pick a master list of all the stuff that came out that year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we don't want to have is a great cigar from five, ten years ago that we still like the cigar and say that's what it is because the, the car of the year this year cannot be the 57 Chevy and the, the movie of the year cannot be The Godfather. Great always movie. The Godfather. It always is. Always the Godfather. It's the only movie you can think of on I've the I've never fly. seen The Godfather. Oh, my God. And that's why I've never seen it. I like the reaction they get out of people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just find it bizarre when, you, when different people come out with these old cigars and say this is the cigar of the year because – you know, it, it can't be. Yeah, you call it call it a different list. Call it the greatest of this decade. Call it the greatest of the yeah. century. Top ten of all time, and then you can go back. So we we have to look through lots and lots and lots of cigars to say, um, you know, what what was uh, came in. And one of the big things is looking at them and seeing what's sold, because this is the consumer actually voting, not even knowing they're voting, but voting with their wallet, which is the most important uh, vote that there is. The guy actually buys it and, and rebuys that, it. that leads into the next issue where the consumer ends up liking it and buying it, and then the company can't restock you, and it cuts the sales short because you can't sell what you don't have. Yeah. So availability is so close. close. It, the other one's more important. I mean, sales obviously is the most important because people are voting with their wallet. And the magazines can't do that. They're not actually selling cigars. So uh, they're selling advertising, and they, they don't have this extra thing that we have is how people are really uh, selling it. Right. I've talked to retailers. I, I was a speaker at, at the TAA for years uh, of talking to the group and asking questions of them and ask, you know, what is their best-selling product? And they'll come out with, bizarre answers like Opus X and crazy things that they get so limited amounts of, you know, a few boxes. How can that be a bestseller if you only got a few boxes of it? You have no business then. Right. If, if that can possibly be a bestseller, it can't be. So uh, it's, it's not uh, what's popular and couldn't sell um, that you don't have to sell, but what continues to, you, these are all things that were introduced into this year. And there was a lot of stuff. We put a lot of things out. Some things, we listen, we, we feel as retailers we can sell anything once. The second time it sells has to be the cigar itself. 
So the first buy doesn't matter. You buy some boxes, you put it out. If packaging looked good, if the price seemed right for what it was or whatever, it ends up selling the first round through. The second time the guy comes back in, and we keep track of this uh, to a crazy point of a guy coming uh, in, bought a couple of cigars, comes back, buys a whole box of them. What did he just say to us? Oh, he likes it that much? Yeah. So it's it's big. It's not us. It's It's us getting the information, and that's when the fight starts. So your first year sitting in through this process. Which is definitely different than how I've done it personally in the past, but I haven't been part of a yeah. big business, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, so it was a different – my argument was not always heard. Well, or it we, was heard, but it was not. Yeah, you're you're always, didn't win, yeah. you, you didn't win every battle. You have a valid point, but then the numbers end up having to speak for themselves. And not that I like with what the numbers say all the time personally, but right. the numbers are the numbers. Yeah. Can't argue with stats. Yep. So Barry Stats Stein. Yes. So we, we go through a lot of stats. We put a lot of effort into it. Uh, the, the initial argument is what is going to be in the contenders. So now we have the contenders. We have them, and we put it out to uh, a little pack for people to actually vote on. Listen, your vote counts, but it's not 100% still because it is still based on sales. It's still based on availability. Well, what did we learn during the blind tasting? How many people would have picked that 1994 if you had seen the band and the packaging and right, the experience? Right. And, oh, you know what? I don't really smoke LFD. And then there's guys that are hardcore LFD guys. So all of that ends up swaying it. So what we learned in the blind tasting was that you may vote one way when you see the packaging and you vote that way with your wallet. And you vote another way when you're just tasting. Yeah, which is crazy. But you know what's even more crazy? The Asylum. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum with crazy news from the asylum. Here it comes. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. Now, this Asylum comes with a little bit of a disclaimer. Some people in the room believe this is not true. I say, I say to you, Google it. Google it. So it's That's all I say. Google it. So Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has made a puzzling and very controversial statement, a statement that makes her steadfast feminist stance unequivocal and will cement her platform for presidential bid in early 2016. This week, she announced that she will ban beards when or if she becomes president. She was quoted as saying, beards have no place in modern tolerant America. We live in a culture where the masculine is always regarded as being superior to the feminine. Beards are thus a prominent symbol of patriarchal oppression. Growing a beard is an action of hatred and misogyny, and it will not be tolerated in my America, says the former senator in a passionate speech. She continues to outline the punishments that ornating your face with a beard will result in. Having a beard after the law is implemented will result in at least a six-month prison and a myriad of fines. It is my hope and dream 
that I will be able to walk the streets of New York City and everywhere for else for that matter and not see a single bearded festooned face. Facial hair represents an outdated sexist worldview and, so and the sooner we get rid of it, the sooner we can embrace a warm and tolerant equal society. Sounds to me like someone doth protest too much. Perhaps the former first lady is leaning one step closer to manhood. That's insane. That's Rocky asylum. I don't believe asylum it. Asylum cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 <laughs> to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum. She was a beard herself, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> they're coming <laughs> yes, yes, I believe she was. You know, it started on a satirical website, and there's absolutely no truth to that. Article. Listen, your job is not to vet the asylum segment, or I'm not going to share them with you before we go on the air. That's yeah, ridiculous. Hey, it was on the internet, therefore it, it must, must be, be true. true. It must be true. Okay, we're going to reveal uh, our contenders for the Cigar of the Year pack. We're going to go through cigar for cigar, and... Um, we're going to reveal the uh, first two right now. Barry, do you want to handle this? Sure, I'll handle it. All right. Um, the first two were actually um, the finalists. Uh, first one is the Debonair Maduro Robusto, uh, which brings Phil Zengi back into the contenders pack. Yeah. It features a Connecticut broadleaf over a binder from the Dominican Republic and fillers from the Dominican as well as Nicaragua. The next cigar that we're going to uh, reveal was the winner of the Blind Taste Test, the La Flor Dominicana 1994 Conga, which is a Robusto. And it features a San Andreas wrapper over Dominican binder and filler, and is the cigar that celebrates Lido and Inez Gomez's 20th year in the cigar industry. And th those were the only two for the record. Those were the only two that were not fought over. Everything else, there's some passion behind yeah. Now, I'll tell you, when, when I was doing the contenders, which was it was like five months ago when I put the contenders, was it? We started making August, the list. Yeah, yeah, we started August. making the list in August. Um, what I tried to do was actually pick all newer cigars and the best that I thought at that point. And um, when it came down to we had two left, we said, well, these have to definitely go into um, the contenders for the cigar of the year. Uh, that doesn't mean because we had one win that this is the one that wins the blind taste test. Now it's altogether different. Now you can see what the cigars are. Right. It'll be different people that buy it. It'll be things like that. So we'll see where that ends up going. Okay, that music means it's time to go to a break. When we come back with uh, cigars like the Berlin Wall, Hermitage, Moscow City, Tradition, and the Icon that I'm smoking right now and perfect, perfect burning. It's a fantastic cigar. It is. Uh, you think like a name like Hammer and Sickle, it would be made in Russia? No, it isn't. We'll find out all the details about that. Uh, we'll hear the story behind the vodka in the cigars and how what a perfect pairing they may be from Eric Hansen, who will sit down with us and tell the story of the working man. We'll reveal more of the contenders, Bad News Barry, Old Fart Freddy, and lots more. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, 
please go out and try one because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? <laughs> Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well, rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh, yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. And we're back, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. The first known use of the hammer and sickle mark was in the early 1800s. The mark was employed by many Russians as a symbol to explain the combination of industry and agricultural. Today, the symbol significance excellence in cigars, and we invite you to live well. Joining us is the owner of Hammer and Sickle, Eric Hansen. Welcome back. Da. Da. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you. Privet cactilla. Si, se puede. Oh, you know how to do it, too. That was Spanish. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it's in my Russian and Spanish. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know a little, Barry? Just a little bit. Yeah. You can get a girl if you need to, right? And find he, a bathroom. Yeah, he can find a bathroom. We're good. Basically, okay. I know how much. How right. are you? <laughs> <laughs> in that country, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. So the history of hammer and sickle starts off with, with your vodka. Yes. So when did you start that? 2007. 2007. What made you do it? You weren't in the vodka business, or were you in the liquor no, business? No, we were in the beer business, and we okay. sold that. We were in the process of selling that company and wanted to start something else. Had an opportunity with some friends to get this off the ground, and we're still here, so something's working. And why Hammer and Sickle? Uh, 
you know, we, we have a distillery at 80 kilometers north of Moscow in a little town called Clint. And, you know, we had the production capacity and I always wanted to do a, a really authentic product. Yeah. And this was the, uh, the opportunity to do this. Most people will obviously look at that symbol and say, okay, Russian, Russian vodka. That's it. It, it makes a marriage. It makes sense. And they can see it. We see in the cigar industry that people use Spanish names and uh, maybe the flag of Cuba and different things like that. But you stay with the symbol that you use in your Russian vodka and you say, okay, here is Hammer and Sickle Cigars. Correct. How's that been? The cigar business has been great. It's um, it's sort of a game. You you, you come in and the, the industry in total isn't really accepting right off the bat. Of, uh, yeah. New folks, they get sort of... Um, you didn't pay your dues yet. Yeah, standoff. Or yeah. <laughs> the, the longer you, you hang around, the better off you, uh, you you end up being. Yeah. So now how many years is it? We went to market in 2010. So this is theoretically our fifth year. All right. And uh, listen, any good business takes at least five years, right, to get off the ground and get yeah, going? Without question. I mean, yeah. listen, you can fake it. Um, but we have this whole authenticity thing going on. We know what we want to do with the brand. We know what we want to do with the product. And, you know, we have equity now in in – tobacco we have equity in uh, substantial alcohol a ginger beer so now we're in the non-alcohol how am i doing not business as well i see you remember the porky pig school of speech that's yeah. it absolutely so you did the ginger beer because ginger beer with vodka ginger beer with the vodka uh, is utterly delicious and you add some lime and it's a, it's a traditional old cocktail called it's a 1960s cocktail called the moscow mule uh, it's had a resurgence. Old cocktails are sort of coming back. Yeah, yeah. Any kind thought of, of maybe branching out and going the gin route? I love gin. I just I don't think it does anything um, for our brand. You know, we have the beverage alcohol we want to have, and that's our vodka. Gotcha. It's something we're passionate about, something we love. We do very well. We're going to stick with it. We have the tobacco. We added the non-alc. We've played around with clothing a little bit. Hammer's a lifestyle proposition. It's something that you can you can do over multiple sort of multi-facets of your life and have it be a part of it. I don't really want to be the, I don't want 800 flavors of hammer. No, you have one flavor of hammer. Right. Uh, that's it. And we, and we know that the, the flavored vodka market is gigantic. Why is. not even get in it at all? Why not at least put the, um, the, the Moscow mule, have it already have the flavoring in the vodka or something. Because the the romance of, I like the romance and honesty and, and authenticity. The, the product is, is great. And the, part of the romance of cocktails is putting them together, is yeah, assembling yeah. them. Uh, and you might want a little more vodka in yours than a little less flavoring. And not everyone's the same. So I don't want to dictate that. Yeah, you should be yeah, able to yeah. bring a couple things home and mix it up and do it the way you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Burger King Have it from, your 19, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. from 1980. I'm starting to date myself, but here it is. No, and they certainly are. You know, you see a lot of, uh, you know, they call it blending of alcohols the, the bartender now is not just a bartender anymore he's a mixologist oh absolutely yeah and uh he's getting a lot more fancy and things like that i know you gave me the moscow mule you gave it to me in a copper mug yeah it, that's the whole that's part of the original uh you know you can't use true copper on the in, in, in interior lining of the mug like you could in the, in the 60s and 70s so mm. they're all stainless steel lined now the theory is that the copper um, adds something to the cocktail. Yeah, maybe so you just drop a penny in it. Oh, I wouldn't suggest it. Imagine no. swallowing that. Oof, many times. It actually, <laughs> it actually seems like the drink gets colder quicker in the copper mug. It stays colder longer too, as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you get two values. 
So then you said, uh, okay, uh, a perfect, you know, you were a cigar smoker yourself. And I was. Uh, you decide, okay, let me, let me uh, take my uh, logo and my brand and make a cigar. And the, the world is yours. I mean, you go to any, um, you know, the talk in the past five years has been Nicaragua and everybody's going to Nicaragua to have their cigar made. But you decided, no, I'm going to the Dominican Republic. Why was that? Had a chance to work with, um, after too many trials and tribulations, had a chance to work with what I think is the probably the best factory on the That's on it. earth. Yeah. Go with the best one. And, you know, construction and burn and that 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 is what the experience is. So. We can all agree or disagree on what tastes good, but the cigar has to be made perfectly. Without question, Tabanov does that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and listen, I, I know they don't do it for a lot of people, but they ended up going away and uh, making it. And, uh, you know, uh, you know some of the, the things you, you came to them with, so non-traditional, they're a traditional company, but you went non-traditional to say, no, no, we're not going to go with a regular paper band like you do, but here's one made of copper, here's one made of cloth. Mm-hmm. You got to be, you know, again, the experience should be complete. Just like going to that bartender and they put that perfect cocktail together. You should open a, a unique box and you should, it should be like unwrapping a gift because you, you you bought yourself something. You bought yourself this experience. It should, ha- the, the brand should mean something all the way through. It shouldn't just be a sea of sameness. You walk into so many stores and it's just brown. Right, right. It's just it's like someone went in there and just painted a brush brown. It says, what's the matter? It's some color. Now, tell the consumer it's different, and here's the the wrapper's different, the binder's different, the filler's different. And you should package it that way, too. Listen, it's all about the cigar. It's always been all about the cigar, but we just didn't happen to forget the packaging as well. We just, again, the experience has to be complete. Did you have a part in the blending of the Tradition series when you came out with it beyond just samples? Were you in the factory helping to maybe put stuff together, or do you just leave that to Hanky and his crew and say, you guys do what you do, and then I'll tell you what I like? I find it very difficult to tell someone how to do their job. So we went with very specific direction. This is the flavor we want. This is how we want it to look. This is how we want it to feel. But anybody that tells, especially, you know, listen, I'm an American, okay? I didn't grow up in a tobacco field. I didn't, uh, you know, I'm not from Connecticut Valley. I'm not from Virginia. And I'm certainly not from the Dominican or Nicaragua and Honduras. People that have done that for years and years, and really, in this case, generations and generations, how do you tell them that they're wrong? How do you tell them? They're not. That's what they do. That's what they're good at. So the actual assembly um, and decision-making on aging and things like that, we left them because we wanted a specific flavor profile to bring to market. They delivered it. Do you have a favorite? And I've, I'm asking you this live on the air. I haven't asked you in person because I've been trying to figure out by watching what you smoke, and you appear to love all your children the same. I haven't seen you smoke the same one twice, and I haven't seen you go back before you've finished all five. So do you have a favorite? I have favorites for things that I'm doing. Um, you know, if I'm playing golf, I like a milder cigar because I'm going to, you know, I, I smoke a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. I drink a lot, too. Can you tell? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to have on a golf course, I'll, you know, six isn't out of the question. Wow. So I miss you as a customer. <laughs> I still buy here. Yes, you do. We have yes, a company rule. We actually buy our cigars at retail. We, that believe, you do. You have, we believe you have to uh, support your retailers. That so you I, do. In fact, I have 12,000. I went over yesterday. I just I was at 11,900 and something. We did an event yesterday in your store in Salem. And I went over 12,000 points, points yesterday. Yeah. So I'm at 12,000 <laughs> points on my Stogie. Point. Whoever, whoever has the most at the end wins. That's, <laughs> that's my, that's my <laughs> thing. Um, so we're going to use those at some point and send some cigars to some um, 
to some of the troops overseas. Outstanding. Uh, you're a very awesome. generous guy for sure. There's no no doubt in that. So uh, do you, you just have a favorite? Uh, depending what you're doing. It's really what I'm doing. It's an, for me, it's occasion based. It's the way I drink. It's the way I eat. It's, it's, um, it's the way I smoke. Yeah. Well, you have something for everybody. I mean, there's everything from uh, a box press. You got mild, you got full bodied, you got dark, you got light, you got everything going, except you don't have any wood boxes. But what you did do uh, the past couple of years is have a limited release. So tell us about that. We started playing around with, uh, with limiteds. We did it for the Sochi Olympics. We did a hundred boxes, uh, Obviously, we named it Sochi, yeah. which was very cool. Um, interesting for us because it had so many tobaccos and it had so many different countries represented. That was nine tobaccos, three countries. Uh, we came back and did an LE14 for this year, um, which was three countries, six tobaccos. So very interesting. We'd like to sort of use that as our opportunity. to. It's a playground for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get way out, out of bounds, if you will definitely not traditional uh, and those we were heavily involved in how they put those together yeah and would you ever consider you know with the success of one of them and say okay this will become something or is this such small limited amounts of that tobacco i don't know sochi had tobaccos that they just they don't exist anymore okay um, so that one that one will never come back uh, two of the tobaccos we used um, literally are officially gone off the face of the planet at this point uh, le14 could be redone we'll see we don't really look at it that way. I don't think anything that's that, I don't know, geeky, I guess. Yeah. I don't want to use the term in a, in a negative way because I think it's, again, it's passion and romance and it, it keeps the, the business interesting. I don't, so I don't, so don't take geek the wrong way. Yeah. I just don't think it's really like as, it. as much of an everyday cigar. It's more of a, hey, let's try this one time. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. For the record, I'm offended. Yeah, you are? Because yeah. he's a geek. He's offended. <laughs> now, you've we're got, all geeks. That's why we're doing this stuff. You've got, five, joking. you've got five lines. We do. Three of them really kind of play in the realm of medium-bodied. One is really in that fuller-bodied, and mm -hmm. obviously Icon being the mild. Any thought of a sixth line? And if so, what direction would you go strength profile-wise? Uh, we're going to add to Icon. Icon is our mild offering. It's Connecticut Shade. It's truly Connecticut, Connecticut Shade, which is fascinating. We use U.S. tobacco sort of on our bookends. Uh, our mild offering is Connecticut, and our um, Moscow City, which is our full-body Maduro offering, um, is Connecticut broadly, Connecticut, Connecticut broadly. So we sort of bookend. Then in the middle, we get pretty interesting. Our, you know, the, the dead center, which is Berlin Wall, is Honduran uh, all the way through. And then you've got um, Hermitage, which from a body perspective is, is probably a half a step up. It's literally in between Moscow City and Berlin Wall. That one's got... Uh, Nicaragua and Honduras, and it's got a bunch of stuff going on in it. And then Tradition Series is Ecuadorian Connecticut, but it's five years old, and we use one string of Lajara going through it, so that's literally in between mild and medium body. It, it paints the line between yeah. those two. It certainly does. That, that was my go-to before you came out with Icon. Loved it. Thought it was a great cigar, but Icon comes, comes out, and it's a whole different world. I mean, the flavors that happen with the cigar, I, I, I go to it all the time. Uh, what's the add-on to Icon? Icon, we're going to come out with an Icon Maduro. Uh, it's going to be the exact same blend. The only thing we're going to do is add the San Andreas wrapper. Okay, so now you're using a Mexican, which you didn't haven't used ever. We have not used it. No. Okay, uh, but it's got great flavor. You see it uh, in most of the luxury, what I call luxury Maduros in the industry. Yeah, yeah, uh, have gone to that wrapper. Uh, some very famous folks use it. It's got great, great flavor. I mean, sure. just extraordinary flavor. And you're gonna you're gonna stay with the production at Tabadome and Aladio and Kanki and those guys are gonna do it. Guarantee it's gonna be uh, a great one at 
the trade show this year at IPCPA? Uh, we're going to we're going to jump it a little bit. We're going to go April first. Yeah. Okay. So. April Fool's Day. Be careful of that one. <laughs> Not a great point. We'll go <laughs> April second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric Wentworth's here. Hey, Eric, remind remind me we're going April second. <laughs> so has the uh, us naming the cigar of the year has it helped? Has it done anything? It's been fantastic. Yeah. You know, we've, we've taken the we wore the bottle. We had to replace the felt on the bottom of the trophy. You know, we carry that sucker around. We're doing events. We pop it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good. But yeah, no, it's been it's been very beneficial. I mean, our relationship's been beneficial from the start. Yeah, you've taught us uh, well, well, more than well we could have ever learned anywhere else. Well deserving for sure. Um, right now, uh, we're going to see if you're deserving of our trophy of um, this classic day in classic history because right now you're going to be tested. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So I love tests. You've heard of go epic rap battles. Epic rap for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of oh, so great athletes. For this day, anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, it is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigar. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from. Yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. The classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, here's how it's going to work. It's Jonathan Barry against you. One, two, three. Classic three-way. Oh. So it's going to be what year without going over okay okay this, this is the classic three ways you want to give them a uh, piece of paper and a pen there i set up pen in there just okay. flip your show sheet over all right uh, there we go so this is big this is big it's huge i gotta put my cigar it's huge jerry and this is for all the marbles so today is november 29th it's the birth date of howie mandel howie mandel tv actor widely known as his parents on the medical drama St. Elsewood, created a children's cartoon, Bobby's World, later became the host of Deal or No Deal. After being expelled from high school for impersonating a member of the school board, he was signed a, he signed a construction contract. He became a carpet salesman, later replaced David Hasselhoff as the judge on America's Got Talent uh, in 2010. He was born today. You know who he is, Howie Mandel. What year was he born? Mr. Jonathan. Go in 1961. 1961. Eric, what do you I was going. I'm going 1960. I think he's 54. 1960. And Barry, I got 62 written down. And you're all over. 1955. 1955. Wow. Looks good because he shaved his head and the, no gray going Timeless. on there. I want to go that I was closest, by the way. Okay, Barry. <laughs> Just Barry. letting everybody know I was right. Er. Right, er. <laughs> yeah. Today is the birthday of Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler, Jerry the Jerry King, King Lawler, Jerry the King Lawler, professional wrestler who uh, feuded with comedian Andy Kaufman and slapped him in the face on the David Letterman show. You know him, the King. Jerry Lawler, what year was he born? 1944. 1944, Mr. John. 39. 1939. 1946. 1946. We'll take the point. 1949. There we go. Here we go. How you like me now? I do. I like it a lot. Eric got a point, and you guys have nothing. Okay, exactly. Eric, Eric, you're going first here. This okay. is uh, the birth date of Jonathan Knight. 
Jonathan Knight. Mr. Jonathan's the only one that knows who he is, but Jonathan, Jonathan Knight, Knight, he's a singer. R&B singer. Backstreet Boys? Member of, yes, he, member of the boy band New Kids on the Block with his brother Jonathan uh, Jordan. And the group's number one hit, Hanging Tough, Step by Step. The boy band, you know who they are. New Kids on the Block, Eric Hansen, what year? Uh, 1978. 1978. Mr. I'm going to go 1970 because he's older than I am. And I was born in 70. And Barry? 72. And you're all over. 1968. You're all over. Just for the record, I was closest that time. He was writer. You're the number I one, was writer. You're the number one loser. He was more writer. Number one loser. Mr. Jonathan, today's the birthday of Gary Shanling. Really? TV actor, comedian, hmm. who appeared in talk show parody, The Larry Sanders Show. Also well-known for his own show, it's The Gary Shandling Show. He was employed for, as an advertising agent before selling his first script to the show Sanford and Son. You didn't oh know that, God. huh? He was born today, Gary Shandling. Born today. 1951, but I think I'm over. 1951. Eric? 1947. 1947? 44. 47 will take it. It's 49. Well you know played. what winners do? Winners win. Winners win. Winning. Winning. Okay, you guys need some. I'm trending right now. Hashtag winning. This is the last <laughs> one, and you need some exact points here to uh Hashtag to hammer. Hashtag winning. Barry. Yes. Today is the birthday of Jackie Stallone. Jackie Stallone. Ooh. She is an astronomer, former dancer, who is the mother of actor Sylvester Stallone. Before fame, she worked as a hairdresser and a trapeze artist. Jackie Stallone, born today. What year, Barry Stein? 1923. 1923, Mr. Jonathan. In the ballpark with 1919. 1919. 1925. 1919 will take it. 1921. You know Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Still not winning, John. Not winning. You are the number one loser in this classic day in classic history. Is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today. November 29th. He's going to need that back. a classic uh, cigar. What yeah. do I win? You win nothing. You win nothing. I'm going to unfold and this make, for you. Thank you. And may God have mercy on your soul. If you're celebrating your birthday. Wait a minute. It's just a reminder. Come by any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire. On your birthday. And we will be delighted to cut and light a free cigar for you to celebrate your birthday. So happy birthday to everybody. Having their birthday and come by for a free cigar on your birthday. It would be, be our pleasure. So, uh. Hammer and Sickle in the future holds a Maduro using a San Andreas Maduro. Uh, is there anything happening with Hammer and Sickle vodka that's different? Or are you guys branching out or doing anything uh, um, with that? Possibly yeah. adding another spirit of any kind? Uh, no, not to the Hammer line at this point. Uh, we are testing a rum, uh, playing around with that a little bit. But we are just expanding distribution globally. We're in South Africa now. And we are doing extraordinarily South well. Africa. Outstanding. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And we, uh, Azerbaijan's doing great, so. What is it? Azerbaijan. What was that mean? Iran. It's a country. Really? Yeah. And things are going good there, too? I love those guys. Really? They're just great. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, congratulations on the Cigar of the Year. It's time to Thank step you. down on uh, Super Bowl Sunday, unfortunately. Saturday. But uh, I'm going to write in candidacy to keep it. Can we do that? Though? Really? It's you, never you been can, done before. Try to start one. But you actually had no <laughs> no new item this year. Nope. What you did is uh, create boxes that you would uh, um, 
laser engraved, mm-hmm. and that's available to all cigar stores that carry hammer and sickle cigars, right? That's correct. That's it. So you so, can order it right through your regular retailer that has the carries hammer, and they can order it directly. It doesn't cost anything extra. No extra charge. It's awesome. And you can Free. have it right inside the box. It's beautiful. It's a keepsake, and you should uh, hang on to it. So we're going to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll light up something uh, from a contender for the Cigar of the Year. We're going to give you the remaining five contenders coming up, so stick around for that. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, tell you about the uh, Russian NASCAR that's going on right now here in Seabrook and how you can win that. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Cigar of the Year, the hammer and sickle icon, natural, because we know there's a Maduro coming, Yes. always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back for the next hour here on the United Cigar Retailers Safety First Radio Network. And if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. Nothing but fives, baby. We'll be right back. Some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head to head one man smoking two cigars at the same time two rappers united in name but separated by taste one cigar known as the natural the natural is no lightweight it boasts full flavor and taste the united cigar natural now comes the maduro darker and even more bolder within your face flavor united cigar nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box both Box pressed. Oh, 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated E for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, fake. The authority on everything cigar. Shake and fake. Yeah. Get used to it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. Well then, good day, mate. 
Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, Wake up. we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal! Woo! Suck Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. We're back with hour number two, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And this hour, we have cigar news with Barry. We're going to get Debonair, Old Fod Freddy in the aging room, new cigars hitting the shelf, and we're going to look through our calendar for upcoming interviews and events and lots more, and the rest of the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week from the majestic Turkey Burial Ground in the northeast quadrant of Seabrook, North Minnesota. Is that what it Barry, says? <laughs> check your writing, man. Uh, and with the only Actually, show that does it, would be New Mexico. Whatever, it's North Minnesota. It's, <laughs> you, obviously, if you just put New Hampshire, it's the only one I know. Uh, we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking folks to insist. He doesn't read it and demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch this mess live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube, and yes, you can set it and forget it. On both, like Ron Papil Barry, says. I re- I barely read it, but Mr. Jonathan actually reads every word. You're gonna have to proofread yeah, yourself. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna have to start. <laughs> Northern Minnesota. <laughs> That's a statement for our education it's, system. It's New Hampshire, man. You're the one with the educational problem. You put in the wrong abbreviations both, both, both times. He actually changed it, but he changed it to another <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I did it just to mess you up or I legitimately typo i'm gonna go with typo you want me to read it you put it down on the paper there we go so uh hammer and sickle icon we love it right we do love it now perfect uh, first cigar today mild one question i saw on the show sheet on the the other page is uh how does this compare to when it won cigar of the year i'll have to defer to you guys because living in miami the cigar was off of my radar okay yeah you didn't even know it no Wow. I'm going to say such a big seller up here. I'm going to say this that I do smoke it on the regular. I did go through about a three month span where I just couldn't smoke anything Connecticut or Ecuadorian shade. I just couldn't do it. I'm back on the wagon. Yeah. And uh, honestly and truly, the folks at Davidoff, at Tabadon, really have their stuff together. I wouldn't be able to tell you if it was different. It tastes, it tastes the same to me. Davidoff's using mostly Ecuadorian shade on their stuff, but. Hammer and Sickle said, no, we want Connecticut, USA-grown Connecticut shade. I like it so much better. Me too. Same. It's not as drying. It doesn't leave you as thirsty yeah. as the Ecuadorian. I love it. I love it. So down in Miami, I mean, you see different cigars that are popular there. than a- Much different. There are yeah. so many boutiques that are hot in Miami. I mean, part of it's an obligation because everybody and their mother owns a brand, it feels like, in Miami. Yeah, yeah. So the person's hanging out in your shop. You're going to bring in a brand that I've never seen outside of South Florida. Uh, so it's just it's a different market. I, 
I refer to it as the worst cigar market in the country. Really? Yeah. And I've had some manufacturers agree with me. So Because they're not going to have the room to put good stuff if it's filled up with all their buddy stuff. No, right? the old school Cubans, they're looking for just the Cuban name brands, the ones that carry a similar name. And then the new school smokers just looking for the cigar that's difficult to find. Yeah, yeah. So plus you're spending two, three hours playing dominoes with a cigar manufacturer. You're going to grab one of his cigars just not to insult him at the table. Bad sure. enough, so there's, I was kicking his rear end. The right. least I could do is smoke a cigar. They're, right. doing, they're doing the right thing down there then, yeah. in my opinion. Well, I'm going to put it down. It is a champion. It's well-deserving of it, and it continues to be great. Uh, and I'm sure the production has changed a bit as the year goes by. Um, because they're going through so many cigars, but uh, great cigar as it goes on. So it is time to uh, reveal uh, cigar number three of a contender for the cigar of the year. Barry, cigar number three comes from us. Comes to us from Dion Giolito. The Illusioni R Rothschild comes in one size, and it features a San Andreas wrapper uh, with binder and filler from Nicaragua, and it comes in fifty count caps. 50-count box. Uh, it, it is a small Robusto. Yeah. Is it? That's a Rothschild. Yeah. Pronounced Illusione, or is it pronounced Illusione? I've heard it both ways. Because I believe when Dion was up, he said Illusione. But I've heard you and the several other people that say Illusione. Well, I say Illusione. You just said Illusione, just so you know. Did I? Yeah, go back and listen to It was to my Italian tape. side coming out. Hey, Illusione. Yeah. <laughs> so but you were Jewish. I'm actually Irish. Okay. <laughs> Don't let the last name fool you. So this is a pretty rustic-looking cigar. Uh, I think it's priced fantastic. You're looking at a $5 cigar right yeah. here. Um, it is selling like crazy. Um, it is came out this year, and um, uh, it wasn't in the blind taste test or anything, but uh, it is a, a great cigar nevertheless. Um, we, we must have got it after that, or I would have probably included this yeah. in. Um but uh, a nice cigar, nevertheless, when we talk about a cigar is uh, deserving of it because it's, uh, you know, the folks are voting with their wallet. This is certainly one. We are, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of people buying full boxes of them. because 50 count cabs is tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. But certainly filling this up on a daily basis at all our three yeah. stores, um, mail order wise, a lot of people buying it. Um, you know, it, it is the lowest price illusion has ever been. And, um, you know, this is um, a, a retailer out of um, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. Now, yeah. is it, from a retail standpoint, and forgive my ignorance on this, is it better to come out with a line of cigars that's more expensive and then release the inexpensive one? Or is it better to go the other way around and start off inexpensive, kind of prove yourself, and then move up? Well, the problem is that you, you get known as being an inexpensive cigar, and then all of a sudden he you are coming out with a $10 cigar, maybe it's a... What is he crazy? He makes five dollar cigars. Yeah. Here's a guy that makes ten dollar cigars that comes over with a five dollar one, and uh, all eyes were on it and said, you know, is this going to taste? Uh, it's a small cigar, no well, doubt about the, it. But and I at mean, the very least, at the very least, it's going to get it tasted. But then you run the risk of the ten dollar guy liking the five dollar one, and this is the one he ends up smoking. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, this is the move he made. You see, you see a lot of people did did it that way, though. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's time for our official cutting. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, they may have another chance to uh, 
lower their price again because <laughs> I think S chip <laughs> is going to come out there. Um, if you want to make a good investment, folks, buy lots of cigars because the price is going up most likely. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, geez, I've been right off a lot this year, and here it is almost December, and I haven't made a mistake yet. You know, the cold. yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> let's go with that. The cold drawer of this reminds me of birch beer. Oh, and the, the drawer is the drawer is loose, man. I mean, it's it, a firmly packed cigar, but it's like a straw. Yeah. And this is long filled, right? I'm sure. Yeah. And mine doesn't come off as loose. We are uh, we are lighting our cigar right now with the Lotus TL100B for Barry Stein. And probably the worst name ever for a lighter, in my opinion, but a great lighter. I would say a table lighter. Very tough. Yeah, you if it wasn't for trademark this. issues, they should have called it Norelco. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a little electric razor. Seventy nine ninety nine, and I'm going to tell you that there are cigar lighters out there that are well over one hundred and fifty dollars that are this size, triple jet. On board, you can you can choose if you're smoking a smaller cigar like the R. There's a smaller hole punch. Yeah. If you're smoking a larger cigar like uh, oh I don't know if you had a six by sixty of some kind. Uh, you could use the larger cutter. Yeah. It's a big tank, big lighter. I tell you, following up a, a Dominican with a Nicaraguan, you could see the difference in blending theory, so to speak. Well, boy, this is uh, woo, right away, right? <laughs> right off the top. So I think we're going from uh, a mild cigar to a full-bodied cigar. Definitely One extreme off, to the other, yeah. right? Um, spicy caramel latte. The flavor of the week is brought to you by <laughs> Barry Stein is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> com. Hey, I'm lodging in hey, charge. That's a trademark. Don't mess with that. Wow. I am literally large and in charge. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, you know, this is something when you go, we just put that cigar down. Talk about extreme. One extreme oh, to the other, right? Jump right into the deep end with this one. So, uh, you know, this has a possibility of becoming the cigar of the year, and it's so different than the other one. The idea of this is not that that's a mild cigar and this is a strong cigar. It is the best cigar to come out that year, regardless of strength. Right? Regardless. Uh, you got to put that aside. Um, we, we, we had have, a couple of you had a couple of medium cigars in a row with uh, Brickhouse in '09 and 2010. Was um, was that Ortsack? Yeah, that was uh, kind of full bodied. It was that was a little fuller yeah. coming out of the, the that was coming out of Tabadon as well. Yes, uh, Ortsack bulletproof, and then you kind of switch gears and went to Atabay, which would be lower end of medium, and then all the way down into mild, and now the possibility of going full bodied. That's quite a swing. Yep. But, um, you know, I, I would say value, it's there with the, one of the top valued cigars. You may see another value cigar come in later on. Oh, do tell. Well, I'm not going to tell yet, but check uh, it. Tell you what, yeah. the last time I smoked this is when I reviewed it, maybe three weeks after being up here. This is actually a nice little kick to it. Oh. A lot of flavor. Nice I wonder kick. if that's to do with what we just smoked and then be. went to there. But what I, you know, my eyes popped open when I when I took the first drawer out of. Whoa! It, the funny thing is, the smoke hits your palate and goes spicy, and then sweet, sweet, and then the spice returns on the finish. I find that to be very fascinating. I don't know if we smoked this on the show yet. No, no this is the no? first time. First time. 
Very good cigar for five dollars. Very, very good. Just pretty amazing. Yeah, nice looking band too, red and white. He makes these cigars uh, at the um, um, Fernandez. Um, is it Casa Fernandez? Casa, Casa Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah. Factory yeah. in. Uh, I believe you said earlier it might be in Jalapa. Yes. So yeah, way up, Honduran border. Honduran I'll just tell you this: border. I'm never going with you there. Oh, what a ride! Not doing it. As bad as it is getting to Esther Lee, then you got three hours, not off road anymore. There's actually um, pavers, pavers all the way through. But I used to drive up there with no road. Ugh, no road. Craziest thing. Yeah, you'd have to go through the water. It'd be like yep. the old game Oregon Trail. You'd have to forge the river to get to the other side. We had to get off, get out, bad. get out of the jeep at one point, and the driver drove through the jeep, and we walked around to meet it because if we went down, he was he, we might not have got out of the water. Drove. Someone's got to get out and push, and you don't know how many oh leeches are getting on your junk. The first time ever going up there, I thought it was a joke. I mean, an hour into it, I go, "No, seriously, right, this is crazy." <laughs> And we, weren't even, we weren't even halfway there. I wanted to turn around, and I'm yeah. like, whatever it is, it isn't worth it. You know, it isn't worth it on the other side. And it was. I mean, I, I got over there, and uh, holy God. Yeah, looking at that tobacco field was so much different than the other I ones. I met a lot of people when I went over there. It was uh, it was a different world. It, it's uh, That's all they did. There was nothing else there. That it's was, definitely it, a poorer area. There's yeah. a reason why. It's happening. And, yeah. There's a reason why Mark Zuckerberg invented Facebook, so you can meet people in third world countries and not have to go there. I never went on a helicopter before, but that's where I would, if, I would want a helicopter ride next time. You know? Just, oh hell no! No, it's a heli it? it's a helicopter from back before eight a, a team was allegedly done in the 70s. No way. Fixed with Volkswagen parts and <laughs> yes. string and zip ties. They, I'm all set. I'll they, tell you this. From my trip through Nicaragua, the one thing I took away, that if there was ever World War III, their kids would kick our kids' ass. Oh, yeah. Because they know how to live off the land, and they'll kill a chicken with their bare hands. Yeah. You know, what unless, are you saying? Unless it's, a a unless it's a video game, our kids don't know. That's true. That's it. Okay. Uh, while it's... Uh, while you are enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. And Mr. Debonair, Chuck Morrison, who's not with us right now because he's with the Pats uh, in Minnesota. Green Bay. Green Bay. He was uh, good enough to get this ready for us. So uh, thank you for that, Mr. Chuck Morrison. Here it goes. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> You wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the valve. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking at Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, the debonair way to dating. Leading off here is to go for women out of your league. Yes, you'll surprise even yourself. Women find confidence sexy as hell. If you're not confident, fake it. It will sexy come. Sexy as hell. Confidence is like steroids to increasing your mojo. Never let the little head do the thinking for the big head. We're all about being debonair here, gentlemen. When both heads are in agreement, you know you've hit a home run. <laughs> Never take her to the movies on the first date. 
doing so just doesn't provide any opportunity for conversation or for getting to know each other better. Listen, if you're going to take her to the movie on the first date, please make sure you do so after taking her out to dinner. Lastly, make her laugh. Laughter crosses all boundaries and breaks down numerous walls. It's impossible to overstate its importance. You still need to remain calm and reserved, but even the smallest giggle will open doors that were locked just minutes before. Like These are just belts. some of the debonair ways to dating. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I lose that one. I don't know. I feel like that was geared to me this week. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week, uh, Chuck will be on the road once again. So uh, producer Barry will jump in once again. And I got to say, Barry, so far so good, man. Not Don't bad. It. You just put the kiss of death on the rest of the show. You're welcome. Not bad. Should this record light be blinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're, we're smoking uh, contender number three right now, for lack of a better word. Uh, Elysione Rothschilds with an S. And uh, a little cigar uh, made by Dion uh, Giolito. Yeah. And um, he has the Elysion brand, and this is his lowest price cigar he has ever come out with. Uh, it's getting a lot of attention in our stores for sure. I hear a chatter uh, throughout the whole country of uh, this cigar is hot. Um, it's why it's in the contenders. We think it's a hot cigar and uh, deserving, as all these cigars are deserving. Also, lots of cigars that did not make the list deserving of Cigar of the Year. Also, we just picked the seven best. Can I say thank you? God, it's over. We don't smoke the whole contenders pack anymore. Yes, this is the first time because we because it. it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. Come on, man up. You end up with one or two full bodied cigars back to back, man, and it's over. I don't want to smoke ever again. No, this is up there in strength for sure. There's a lot of flavor going on, a lot happening with this little cigar for sure. I like three cigars so far, no controversy surrounding the brands. Just throwing that out there. There's no controversy in these? No. Yeah. I mean, uh, nobody rumored to be being bought out. No, no. <laughs> stability. Hey, speaking, got stability. Speaking of bought out, you, you definitely going to save that for your news or whatever? But 100%. Yeah. Okay, so we, we have a uh, possibility of another buyout happening uh, and off our radar. I, I didn't see that one coming. No, I didn't see that one. came out of left field. Yeah, so uh, that'll be interesting. That'll come up in uh, just minutes. But right now, let's look at new cigars hitting the shelves. All right, this week we had one new cigar hit the shelves, and that would be the Asylum Dragon's Milk. The Dragon's Milk comes in one size, 7 by 52 and is a collaboration with New Holland Brewery. The cigars undergo what Asylum refers to as a nesting process as they are aged by hand inside select bourbon barrels which were once used to age bourbon barrel stout beer. And the fact that I could say bourbon barrel stout beer without stuttering, Here we go. I think means I've you shown may have, signs of improvement. You yeah. may have had some before you started producing. Now, That's true. One I of thought you are going to choke on that one. One of the interesting things about that cigar right there is it has to do with what's called the devil's cut. So you've got the oak barrel, and it can only absorb so much liquid, and the alcohol from bourbon evaporates a little too quickly. So... It takes years, this is why Perdomo ages his in his barrels for two years, to be able to extract the flavor. The issue is when you light those cigars, there isn't a whole lot of residual flavor. A lot of it disappears when you light it. It's really tough to pull out those bourbon notes. When they do the stout in those bourbon barrels, because there's such a high water content to alcohol, 
the wood becomes impregnated, so your devil's cut increases 30 to 40%. Now when they put the cigars in there, they do a little trick. They dehydrate the cigars a little. They act like a sponge and absorb that moisture. And then The they, cigar or the tobacco? The, the cigar itself. They do the full Finish cigar. Finished cigar. Finished cigar in oh. there. So it wicks up the moisture from inside the sealed barrel. It only takes a little while. But when they get that cigar back down to 70%, you light it up, you can taste the beer barrel stuff. You sure can. So now we have a cigar on the market that's the Angel Share, and now we have a Devil's Cut. There we go. You know, I not wanted to hate it. I expected not to As like it. As did I. I was blown away. It was really good. Yeah, I, I wasn't was looking away. forward to reviewing it and smoking it. I figured out a fused cigar. Yeah. You know what? The, the, the nose of it before you light it kind of has that little bit of that infused feel about it. But not infused chemically. Right. Or but like, you, yeah. you just feel, you, you taste the, the bourbon barrel stout. Yeah. But once the cigar is lit, it becomes like a battle between a traditional cigar and something that has the elements of the beer bourbon it's barrel an, stout. It's an essence of beer barrels, of the, the, the beer. And you can you can still pick up some of those notes of the bourbon because, again, the reason they're aging that that beer in the bourbon barrels is to extract some of that bourbon flavor and so those two flavors meld together in that 40 percent extra devil's and cut. i taste that all the way through right through the end yeah right to the end of the cigar i still tasted it there it is subtly mm -hmm. in the background really is exceptional no cheap date at 14 dollars, but i'll tell you it's worth it i'm not saying it's your everyday smoke but you owe it to yourself to try one how about the packaging it comes in a little milk carton i was a little underwhelmed by the packaging I think and, the packaging, you know, I'm not a beer drinker, but I think somehow it ties into the actual. Well, it's a milk carton, and it's called Dragon's Milk. milk That's right. the tie-in. But I think it's also the way the six-pack might be packaged or something with New Holland Brewery. I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> 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 Who's Greg? Yeah. Was that a Freudian slip? Yeah. Name of the boyfriend yeah. on the air? It's a movie quote from uh, Meet the Fockers. Oh, uh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> This is burning so beautiful, well aged. You can tell from that little mascara line that's on yeah. there how tight it is. No very bubble, very so white it, ash. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no funny business going on nope. with this wrapper. It's a natural Maduro, which it's is a, they the call white. it a Maduro. Um, San Andreas, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, actually, I don't know because you got the La Flor Dominicana in 1994, which is a San Andreas. But in the next couple of weeks, they're releasing the 1994 in the Beerstein, and they're referring to the cigar that comes in the Beerstein as a San Andreas Maduro. Different from now, the, according to Carney, it's a totally different wrapper. It's darker, so I'm I'm not necessarily sure that San Andreas is by default Maduro. Hmm. So we could be looking at a natural. This is darker than the 1994, though. A little bit, well, not much. Geez, I have maybe a here. shade. They're very close. way to give it away. Yeah. Oh no, we no, already we talked already about said that. Okay, no, that's I'm not good. giving anything away. <laughs> so I'm looking at that. You know. Oh, I thought I had him. Thought I had him. We haven't even hit December, and he's already making mistakes. No mistakes. You thought you had it, but it's no mistake yet. Um, okay, so uh, that's Elysion. Let, let's get to it. Let's let's uh, do a couple more, Barry. So uh, number four. Number four would be from our friend Omar de Frias. Yeah. And uh, you know, a little gringo butchering of his name there, but we got the Fratello Robusto, uh, which features a Nicaragua. Nicaragua. I was going good until going just good. now. Yeah. But it features a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper over a Sumatra binder from Ecuador and fillers from Nicaragua and my personal favorite, Peru. It's got a little Peruvian in there. I'm a huge fan of Peruvian tobacco. It does add a little something, something. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this cigar. Um, another one selling very, very well. This is out of Hoya de Nicaragua. 
Boy, the Nicaragua for me always made nice cigars. A lot of history behind that company and everything, but they've all been just over the top strength. Yeah, too too strong for me. And trying this cigar uh, the first time I did it um, early early this year when I went to Washington D.C. and uh, was introduced to Omar and smoked the cigar uh, without him telling me. Uh, you know, uh, what factory made it, I, I said, wow, this cigar is really, really good. Um, you know, what's the story? And he, when he ended up saying to me, I was kind of blown away that it was Hoya de Nicaragua because it's very, very different. If you um, if you don't like Hoya de Nicaragua cigars, uh, you'd never know it. If you like Hoya de Nicaragua cigars, you now that I know it, I can taste some of that, yeah, uh, yeah, what yeah. they're known for. So it, it's there also. So it, very unique what they did. Um, uh, they also came out with the Hoya Red this year. Right. And uh, they kind of did the same thing with that. They I mellowed mean, it out yeah, a little bit. It's it's almost like a close cousin to what, what what's happening here. Well, you got, I mean, we have manufacturers listening. If you want to, you want to really make it big in the marketplace, you want to go a little milder. Fuller bodied is the top of the pyramid. It's a, a bunch of people all fighting for the same eight customers. Well, this is what you're going to see in the magazines that are, uh, tend, they tend to give the highest rating. They never give a cigar of the year to Icon. Right. You know, they don't even rate the thing, you know, and it's a great cigar and it's the big, big seller and it's what the majority of people want, but they would never do it. I don't know if they've lost their taste buds or whatever and they can't taste the nuances that go into milder cigars, but it's there. You got to just pay attention. You know, maybe a little taboo, but. I remember the Hoya de Nicaragua and Tanya when it came out. It was such a strong, almost tough to smoke cigar. But it seems like over the years, I don't know if my palate's adjusted or they toned it down a little bit. Or, I mean, I don't know if you smoked them when they first came I out. I did. I, I smoked it once and I said, I'll never smoke this cigar again. That's one of those cigars. And I haven't smoked it um, again that I can recall, uh, but it was way too strong. Way too strong. They'll blind you on it later in the week. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll uh, announce the uh, fifth cigar in the Contenders Pack. Okay. And it's a uh, it's a return from our blind taste test. It is the Tattoo Universo, which is a Toro. It's a value cigar from Tatuaje. Its cigar features an Ecuador Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler. And like the cigar we're smoking, they come in 50-count boxes as well. So there we go with two value cigars back-to-back. Uh, value is a big thing uh, in the past few years that, uh, as far as cigars that sell and that uh, you know, people are really uh, gravitating to, uh, voting with their wallet. It's been value cigars, and I think it was a great move on uh, the folks at Tatuaje to put out a cigar like this. And you know what I have seen, what happens with this is they're trying the tattoo and then they're going over to other tatuajes. Um, you know, it's almost yeah, they're like, looking for something to yeah. celebrate with and they step it up and they keep it in that same brand family. Yeah. So, yeah. It almost seems like it helped to reinvent the line. Yeah, yeah it's, you know. it's certainly breathing new life. Yep. So uh, there you go with uh, one through five. So far we have the um, La Flor Dominicana 1994. We have the Debonair. Maduro, we have the Fratello, we have Elysion, and now we have the Tattoo by Tatuaje. So there's the first five. I have a, uh, a slightly uncigar-related question to ask Barry Stein. Uh, who makes the best turkey you've ever had in your entire life? You know what? I, Mr. Jonathan was debonair enough to invite me over to his house on Thanksgiving. Isn't that nice? And other than being 
a little taken back by how submissive he was in his you own are, home. You are a pain the in turkey my butt. was yeah. actually really, really Mrs. good. Mrs. Jonathan, probably the, the best pants. I've had to date. Mrs. Jonathan does not wear the pants. You are mistaken. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. You were docile, and her mother was there. I yeah. got to play that part. Yeah, but I, the, I had a feeling the I yams think. were good. They were like infused with that that other spice. Yes, which I, I'm not going to even attempt to say. And cloves. There were some cloves in there. The potatoes were good. Everything cook? was good. I, I cook every year. Oh really? You did it all. I did it all. All right. You even did the dishes afterwards. Oh, you wow. did. So you can see what he's saying. <laughs> oh, because I gave my wife the day off from having to do the dishes. That that's a maybe, bad thing. Maybe that happens every day. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, there were there were rings hanging from the rafter. You know, in the living room. So I don't know what that means. But with those, that, those hold up the sex swing. <laughs> when we come back, we'll reveal the last two cigars for the contenders for the cigar of the year. We have seven of them. One of them will be the cigar of the year. Bad news, Barry will give us yet more news about cigars. Old Fat Freddy joining us in the aging room, and we'll recap the special cigars that will be the contenders for the cigar of the year 2014. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing person report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch... It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Floor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. John, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. John. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. 
His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Old Fat Freddy just waiting to offend you and hopefully make you laugh. Uh, just to let you know, Bad News Barry is here, and he's got uh, some cigar news you may or may not want to hear. And uh, we're going to reveal the final two contestants for the Cigar of the Year. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And um, what do we have here? Next I got, week? Yeah, go I, got, I got one thing from the mailbag. Uh, the sure. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Hey, guys, I love the, quote, mess, unquote, you put together for us each week, and I really enjoy playing along Correct. during the blind taste test. Will you be offering a contender's pack for the Cigar of the Year mm -hmm. like you did last year yeah, we with do a schedule year. of when you will be smoking them so we can uh, smoke along with you? Thanks for the show, Vince from New Jersey. Well, Vince, I'll tell you this. You can buy the Contenders Pack as of 27 minutes ago. It is on sale, ready to rock and roll. $59.99. Pick them up at any of the two guys' smoke shops in all three tax-free locations, Salem, Nashua, Seabrook, New Hampshire, or right online at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. And he really asked that question. And so I'm done with that. We do, it, uh, we do it every year. We do it the same way. You can... Uh, you know, write us like a book. I mean, it's it's always the same thing since 1992. We come out with contenders. We, we uh, try to get the input from uh, the people, uh, input from the staff, and um, we'll get some input from manufacturers also. Uh, Unwanted and wanted. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, sometimes. Uh, listen, cigars are great. There's no doubt about it. Cigars um, are in no hurry right now. We've, we've seen uh, a slight dip in uh, imports into the U.S. Things have slowed down a bit with uh, taxation and uh, the places you can actually smoke cigars and things are getting tough. 
one saving grace is fuel costs do appear to be coming down, although I'm reading and hearing that the U.S. government will be artificially maintaining a $2 plus price per gallon on gas because they're trying to mess with Saudi Arabia's production and hurt them globally. Tesla Tesla is the answer. <clears throat> Go electric. <laughs> it's electric. Boogie, 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 boogie. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's uh, reveal number six, Barry. Number I don't know six. why, but I just had a vision of you doing the electric slide. Yeah, it's uh, not good. <clears throat> number six will be the Azan Burgundy. Um, this is a resurrection of the Cuban brand from 1928. The cigars are made by Roberto Duran in Nicaragua, and it features a Corojo wrapper over binder and filler from Nicaragua. Now, here we go with a $4 cigar. So we have two $5 cigars, a $4 cigar as contenders for the cigar of the year. How could that be? How could that be? Because they're that good. No, because I saw a lot of that with manufacturers. Uh, they see what's going on. Um, they're trying to sell cigars. They're, uh, there's plenty of tobacco, and they're uh, making cigars, and they're putting some value cigars out there. Uh, I think it's very smart of them. Um, that's where we're seeing um, people are going. Even with the, um, the growth of the 60 and 70 ring gauge cigars, the reason why I believe that is is value also, that they get an awful lot of cigar for that kind of money, even though it's not 4 or $5. But, um, you know, you look at a 7 or $8 cigar in that kind of size, it's an unbelievable value for what it is. Cigars are cheap, um, you know. If you once you put the tax and all that stuff for it to be imported into the U.S. and come to, and you got a cigar like like the Illusion we're smoking right now for five dollars, yeah, it's pretty insane that it can be that low. So uh, value is a big part of 2014, if you ask me. Um, and um, you know we had that actually the Azan in the contenders uh, because it is a unbelievable cigar for that money. Uh, almost like me putting together uh, the contenders. Uh, early on of what had come out there. That was the idea this year. Uh, the past years, that's not what I did, but this year uh, I tried uh, actually putting all new cigars in. So uh, that's why you're seeing some show up um, from the contenders from the blind taste tests. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that was all about. So uh, let's take a look at social media right now, brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. That's right, it's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. This is where the drum roll happens, Barry. Listen, I'm sorry that reaction was way over the line. I actually have no problem with the horse you rode in on. MGM Studios is putting out a new documentary movie about white trash. I can't wait to see the trailer. <laughs> trailer trash. Nothing? That was funny. Yeah, okay. it's good. Trying to understand the behavior of some people is like trying to smell the color nine. It's always awkward when my tweets fall flat like that. Here we go. It's, it's always That's the tweet of the week right yeah. there. <laughs> it's always awkward the first time you hold hands with someone because they usually want to know who you are and why you're just grabbing them. Yeah. And the best tweet I saw all week, and I believe the two of you will agree with me, pizza is the only love triangle I ever want. I attest to that. You resemble that remark. Yep. 
Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time. You know, there was supposed to be music. In there there was right? supposed to be music, but you know what? Barry's obviously distracted because I said pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> guilty. <laughs> so uh, we're going to give a quick recap of what we have so far. There's still one more to, to go, but we, uh, we began this with the La Flor Dominicana 1994, the winner of... The blind taste test. Uh, actually, next up is Debonair Maduro, and it was a close battle between the two as finalists in the blind taste test. And here they are showing up as contenders for the cigar of the year. Next, we moved on to Fratello. Fratello is made at Hoya de Nicaragua, uh, and Omar did a great job with this. This is his uh, one and only line, Fratello. Uh, and if you've never tried one, uh, you owe it to yourself to do so, and it, you can so in the Contenders Pack. Uh, the cigar we're smoking right now, the Illusion, started off very full-bodied, but calm down. It has calmed down quite calm a bit. down. I'm okay with it. Uh, the Illusion Rothschilds, and uh, a great value cigar at $5, followed by Tattoo. This is a cigar uh, from Tatuaje, which means tattoo in Spanish. This is the tattoo version. We're looking at a $5 great, great cigar for that kind of money. And it's followed by Azan. Azan is uh, a newcomer out there. It's an old, old Cuban brand, but a newcomer. Uh, and the Azan is in at $4 per cigar. So it's been value, 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 value uh, throughout. And um, right now, we, that is six of the seven. We have seven cigars in here. Barry, what do you got for number seven? And the last cigar of... The contenders pack for 2014 is BG Meyer Toro, made by Camacho. The cigar features it features Hollywood writer and producer Rob Weiss as their spokesperson. The cigar is made in Honduras and is a Nicaraguan puro. What? Yes, that's yes. pretty awesome. And made by a company that's based out of Dominican Republic <laughs> from Switzerland <laughs> with a U.S. base. This is the folks in Davidoff, and this is this is uh, the first new cigar brand they've come out with. I mean, they haven't had a new cigar brand in many, many years. This is a new brand from them, B.G. Meyer. And listen, they haven't been doing a lot wrong in the past years. I mean, everything has been right on with that company of the relaunch of Camacho. We're going to see the relaunch of Avo. Uh, they did some unbelievable things with Davidoff with the Nicaraguan. Uh, you're going to see uh, possibly a Nicaraguan version 2 or something or something different from uh, uh, maybe a different country or something that they're going to come in the future. They got a lot of stuff going on, but this year they decided to put their attention on B.G. Meyer, and what a great cigar for the money it once is. again. So It uh, is. Uh, another one from under that B.G. Meyer umbrella is the tin one, Slackers. Yes, which is a different Phenomenal. cigar. Phenomenal. Yes, it is. Phenomenal. Four by 44. Uh, it's a shade wrapper on it. I, I, I smoke those like um, candy. Yeah. It's like popping Tic Tacs, baby. It's unbelievable. So I, a lot of people listening right now, they're probably saying, uh, geez, there were a lot of great cigars out there. Why didn't you include, let me give, give you some for instances, why didn't you include the Mason-Dixon, which is a great cigar? It is a great cigar. Problem is, it is a limited release. It's not something that you continue to get, so it's undeserving of the cigar of the year. And you also cannot get the South if you live in the North, and you can't get the North if you live in the South unless you work some deal, but you can't buy it from the company. Yeah. So there's two reasons why, unfortunately, 
Yeah. Can't be in. Another one is the um, Padron 50th anniversary. Another wonderful cigar. We're not talking about the, the, fi- the 50th anniversary that's coming out, but the 50th. This is the Family Reserve 50. Yeah. And um, the problem has been with that is they cannot supply the stores uh, good enough. Um, so it's a supply problem right now with it. It's hot cigar. It's it's up there in money and everything, but uh, it's uh, just availability is a, is a big factor. So uh, that's not there. Uh, Perdomo age 20 years stuff that came out. Loved it. So good. Boy, I want more. Yeah. And they went to a Connecticut. They went to a Sun Grown. The Maduro has hit the shelf. I actually haven't smoked the Maduro yet. But um, they the announced first... this week they're coming out with a Salomon. Yes. So, but it's it's a one-time release. Limited. Yep. It, it's limited to just that, and next year will be a different version of that. So, unfortunately, um, it, it is not a contender for the cigar of the year, as is uh, not the Davidoff Art Editions that came out. Great cigars, uh, and uh, taking nothing away from them. Um, where we had Hammer and Sickle earlier, the 2014 edition. Great, but it, it again, yeah. it cannot fit inside there. Um, the Tatawahe Monster. Um, this year we had the uh, Jackal, great cigar. Again, Jesus, you know, it just can't. So I want you to understand that. And as you start picking apart uh, what we chose, and I know a lot of people will, um, those are the criteria that it can't be a limited release. It has to be something that is steadily and readily available um, to the consumer that's out there. And, um, you know, if you say, well, my store doesn't carry it, so this doesn't deserve to be on there, well, your store could buy it if they wanted to. They I don't know. could. And they should. Now that you hear that they are contenders and they're deserving of it, tell your brick-and-mortar store that, geez, I heard about this, let's say, Fratello, for instance, uh, and I know he's not in uh, thousands of stores yet, but um, he's out there, and he's out there in a lot of stores. Yeah, he's opened in 200 accounts, I think, yeah. last, uh, last I heard. All by himself, too. Right. right. Right, so uh, he's he's a boutique for sure, uh, but deserving to be in our contenders and deserving to be in your brick-and-mortar store. So uh, if you want to try one of these, listen, I urge you to go to your brick-and-mortar store first. Uh, try to get it from them. Uh, if they don't carry it, tell them you'd like to try it. You know, and uh, maybe they bring in a little. They don't have to buy a lot, you know, yeah. with any of these cigars because they are all are deserving of what they are. So, uh Give them a chance. I'd be really interested. You know, write to us. Let us know what you think of the contenders. Let us know. And we, we asked you while we were doing it to uh, chime in and let us know something out there that uh, maybe you haven't heard us talk about on the show. And maybe we're missing something. There wasn't a lot of feedback. We didn't get a lot. We got some small, small micro brands that I never heard of and you yeah. know, looked into it and stuff to see about it. And you'd see very, very you know, they're in a half a dozen stores or something like that. Again, you know, it's they're really not out there yet. And I will, will consider that to be a new cigar next year still if they end up getting a little traction. Because from what I understand, I guess Fratello started very small in the D.C. area with a couple of stores the previous year. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. didn't branch out into uh, the rest of America and, uh, by any means until this year. So, uh, you know, if you're going to beat me up on that, you know, I I talked to Omar on that. This is, you know, officially, I guess, the second year in business, but this is his first year out there. Right. uh, For the most part. First year with national recognition. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that is the recap of the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. There's the pack, all seven of them, as Mr. Jonathan said. If you want to chime in with us on this, you must buy the pack to have cast your vote. Right. uh, Because we need to know that you smoked them all. 
So if you end up smoking two or three of these and you say, this is the one I like, it's very unfair because you didn't get to smoke the other ones. Well, I know I'm not going to like them. Oh, no, that's not the way it works. You must smoke every single one of these or we will find you and kill you. That's it. So there'll be none of that. So you can get this on. Um, and you cast your vote on the special uh, email um, that we produced for that, where you'll cast your vote, and that will be in consideration, part of the consideration of what goes into it. Super Bowl Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl, we will reveal the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. We will hear by then um, the information brought to you by the different magazines and bloggers and people that have their ideas. Listen, everybody's... Um, allowed to have their opinions on what they think, as wrong as they are, as wrong as they are. <laughs> but uh, we'll tell you what the official, the Cigar Authority, the Cigar of the Year since 1992, what we have chosen um, on Super Bowl Saturday. So that's the uh, wrap-up of that. Right now it's time to go into the aging room. And uh, here we have old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes... Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room Cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, if you want tacos, you hit the drive-thru. That's if you consider those day-old, dried-out, half-filled pieces of cardboard actually tacos. In my day, if you wanted tacos, you had to be friends with Pedro and show up for Taco Tuesdays. His mother's taco was so moist and juicy that all of Pedro's friends wanted to eat his mother's taco. Nowadays, your mom won't let you go outside and play in the snow until after the plow guy does the driveway. Everything was safety first. In my day, you went out to play while she was getting plowed. If you got hit by the plow guy, it was your fault, and you better not bleed on this new plow. Nowadays, thanks to Obamacare, you get a free wheelchair if you break your leg. Well, if you believe it's free, I have a bridge. I love to sell you. In my day, when my buddy Pudgy Peter, we called him Pud for short, broke both of his legs in a tackle football game, we had to cut him around from place to place in my wagon. We were Pud-pulling, taco-eating men who all looked a little bit like the plow guy. Odd. Sometimes, <laughs> aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging rum cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco, Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. Hey, Pud, if i got to drag your chubby ass around, how about you lay off Taco Tuesdays for a while, pal? <laughs> oh, boy. That's old Fart Freddy right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you've never eaten a moist taco before? I just pause and say nothing, and then maybe it just goes away. <laughs> Bad news, Barry. What do you got going on? Actually, for a short week, we have a, a lot of going on this, All right. this time. Um, the country of India is looking to raise the age of tobacco sales to 25. The new law, which was written up by the health minister, now goes before parliament and the prime minister's cabinet for final approval. Health in India. That's what it's about. Health in India. Yeah. China has passed a new law that bans indoor smoking in public places, workplaces, and public transportation. It has also banned all tobacco advertising, and the new law goes into effect June 1st. Framingham, Massachusetts became the 40th municipality in the state to raise the smoking age to 21. The three-panel Board of Health unanimously voted three people on the new age. Three un-elected un, uh, people 
chose that. That's that's something. Okay. San Anselmo, California, has proposed banning smoking in private housing where a wall is shared by a secondary unit. Under the new proposal, it will be illegal to smoke on your own patio if the unit is next door with a common wall. Well, reports emerged yesterday that Scandinavian Tobacco Group is for sale and is being bid on by three private equity firms. The parent company of General Cigars could fetch as much as $2 billion. Okay, Scandinavian Tobacco, which owns Swedish Match, that owns General Cigar. It's very complicated, but this is General Cigar being purchased by somebody out there uh, for $2 billion with everything that goes along with it. This is going to be some big cigarette conglomerate probably. Actually, the, the three names listed by Bloomberg appear to have no tie-in to tobacco whatsoever. So go for it. Well, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. So, so why bring, you know, it's like uh, some company that has nothing to do with premium cigars, buying a premium cigar company. You don't know where that's going to go. And now we're going to have people that have nothing to do with any tobacco at all getting into this business. It's not good, right? Yep. I can't see it as I don't, good. I don't like it, but. Believe the cigar company announced this week they are severing their distribution agreement with Ernesto Padilla. While the company will no longer distribute his cigars, they will continue to produce the cigars currently in his portfolio. You know where he's going to have his uh, cigars uh, to go from here? I'm assuming he's going to do it on his own like he did for a little while yeah, between yeah. past agreements. Okay. A Nashville, Tennessee man has set a record for cigar smoking. At the 2014 Cigar Smoking Championship held in Croatia, it really is. This, yep. Darren Siafi smoked a 5 by 42 Monte Cristo number no. four and kept it lit for one hour, 55 minutes, and 35 seconds. I would like to propose next year that you send me over so I can beat that record. Really? 5 by 42 for almost two hours. I believe I can. And it stays lit. And it stays lit. And lastly, in 2005, a law was passed to ban smoking in public places in a specific country. Now the same country is looking to create an even more comprehensive anti-smoking law that would enforce current regulation as well as raise prices of tobacco products. That country? Cuba. Wow! Isn't that interesting? Wow. And that's this week's news. And they can do any kind of law they want. So it's all bad news. I don't think you said anything good. I've seen no, Barry smoke Barry. I've seen yeah. Barry smoke cigars for two hours before when he does the review, but I just assumed I didn't know it was a talent. Five by forty two, man, that's a corona. That's I just assumed he was just trying to get out of having to put away the order and he <laughs> yeah, was just yeah. taking his time. <laughs> well, that's I how I know mastered it, the skill. I didn't know it was a real skill. Do you do you uh can you um, nurse a drink that long? No. No, no way. <laughs> 30 seconds. How about a large pizza? Uh, 45 seconds. Yeah. Why, why would you want to nurse a pizza? I mean, the, there, when the four it. of us went to Connecticut, I don't think that pizza lasted on the table more than like 60 seconds. Between I, the, waitress couldn't, the waitress couldn't believe how fast it was gone. I just delivered that. Four pizzas, four people. Four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's strangely, that's not an exaggeration. And, and that was only because we had to wait for her to bring the next pizza each time. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a good time. Yeah, we got to hit the road again. We, we need another road trip. We need to go on a taco road trip. Well, next week, uh, we have no Chuck again. So, uh, Barry, you're going to be at the Wheels of Steel once again. We're going to broadcast out of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And we have absolutely no idea 
And I tell you, no idea. We have no information on what we're going to do. Nothing. So we'll look for your help. It'll probably on, be the best the show feedback. of the year because those are the best yeah. ones. I mean, we have no nothing planned at all. <laughs> uh, on the 13th, uh, we got our fingers crossed for uh, what we're going to call a blast from the past show. Uh, we don't know if we have this um, guest scheduled yet for sure, but that'll be uh, the following week on the 13th. On the following week, we're going to actually tape a show on the Thursday. Uh, tape show the 18th for the 20th. We're going to tape it on the 18th, and we have a guest, George Padrone, celebrating his 50th anniversary of his company. Uh, he'll come on the show and join with us, and we'll talk to him about um, the new cigar that's coming out at $6,000 a box of 50 Six thousand dollars, about George. You're gonna to have to send samples for yeah, that. Yeah, that is so no, that is not chump change. Yeah. Right there. We need to try that before we I'm buy. I'm assuming it. that cigar does not count on the. You could smoke whatever you want Absolutely. while you work list. I don't think I'm. I'm gonna smoke that cigar unless, of course, I get a sample of it. But man, six thousand dollars. I'll have to buy one and review it. Just the the so tough thing about that. It. The tough thing about that is at the trade show. To me, he said it's gonna be between forty five hundred and five thousand. So we played it safe and we told people five thousand, and then all of a sudden it's six thousand. And we've already told it's a people. bitter pill to swallow, man. Yeah, but if you do buy one of those, you do get that refill option. Yeah, you get to buy more. Yep. If you if you buy it, you get to buy more. It's brilliant. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant marketing. You get to buy more. Hey, I wish Ben and Jerry's had a refill option. Yeah, yeah. You can buy more. I, ben I know. And I know people in that company. So if you need a connection, Jerry's a regular. He's listening. Um, and the uh, on the twenty seventh, we'll have the year in review show. We'll we'll tell you about uh, the cigar industry and the cigars themselves. A whole year in review on the twenty seventh, and on January third, the first show of the year, Hanky Kellner join Hanky Kellner Jr. will join us live right here uh, on the Cigar Authority in the winter time. He's flying up in the freezing cold and snow. I said, "You sure you want to do this?" He said, "Yes, I do." Uh, he's got his cigar smoking jacket, and we'll smoke along with him. And he better be wearing his jacket. We'll be wearing ours. It's going to be cold. Absolutely. And this will be the last time he'll do this, I promise you, yeah. because people have done this in the past, and then they say, are you guys crazy? Yeah, I wanted to know what snow was like. Now I know what I'd like to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go back to Florida. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. As, so, as I dug out my car the other day, I referred to it as dodging the first heart attack of the yeah. season. Well, I'll tell you, it looks like your turkeys are done, my friend. So, <laughs> so we're at the Hammer and Sickle uh, event here, and this is called the Russian NASCAR event, we called it. Why Be is that? Because we've got a snowblower that we're going to raffle off tomorrow at, uh, I don't know, 3.55 yeah. in the afternoon. Uh, and they call it the Russian NASCAR because this is what they race in Russia. The, whose snowblower can blow the fastest? This is it. So their blowing skills count. The blowing skills count, and there, there are two industries that use that phrase. So <laughs> so you buy a few cigars, you get a chance to win the snowblower. Uh, three cigars get you a chance. If you buy a whole box, they'll uh, not only uh, give you 10 chances to win, but they'll actually laser engrave, just like they did for us here on the Cigar Authority, made a box of cigars, laser engraved into the box. Yes. And they do it in the glass box, in the metal box, in the marble box, in the leather box, anything but wood, because they don't have any wood. They're against wood. They're anti-wood. Yeah. That'll be the next. Even the, even the limited release came out in a cardboard box. <laughs> Not a wood box. Yeah. Yeah. With a really big band, too. Yeah. Yeah. So really it was big. impressive. So the Illusioni. Yeah. Did it again. You did it again. 
Yes, I did. You know okay. what? Okay. I'm just pointing you're, it you're out. Right. You are correct. The Illusion Rothschild. Ah, yeah. What do you guys think? It started off very full-bodied and then got got good. If you would have put odds on it, what would the odds be to win Cigar of the Year? Wow. I'm going to go one in seven. <laughs> yes. That's a winner right there. That's a bell. <laughs> this isn't good. I'm producing it. I'm calling for the bell. That's yeah. it. It's, it's been nice working with it, you. It's exactly one out of seven chance. No, listen, it is what it is. And, um, you know, the difference here is um, these uh, cigars are, we buy them. You know what I mean? It's not like they send us free cigars or anything right. like that. Uh, we buy them. We buy lots of them. Um, so uh, congratulations to all the contenders, all deserving of the Cigar Year, but only one will win. So once again, a recap of it, Azan Burgundy. This is an alphabetical order. Azan Burgundy, a $4 cigar. B.G. Meyer, which is out of the Davidoff um, brand portfolio, brand portfolio, but made in Honduras uh, at the Camacho factory over there. you got Debonair Maduro, Phil Zangi. Uh, comes out with uh, the debonair, and I think he went over the top here on the Maduro. I'm a natural guy, but I like the Maduro it's better. It's really good. Um, Fratello, here's a new guy to the cigar industry doing great things. Uh, one brand he has, Fratello, uh, great cigar. Elysion R, for five bucks, boy, how do you beat this? Right. I mean, a, a great value. La Flor Dominicana, 1994. This was the blind taste test winner. Uh, nobody knew what the cigar was, and uh, it was chosen a winner each through each round, and the winner overall with a blind taste test. So a great job, and congratulations on 20 great years for La Flor Dominicana. This is a continuing brand. It's not a limited release, so uh, it belongs here. And last but not least is Tattoo. This is Pete Johnson's out of the My Father Cigar Factory. Tattoo um, is uh, English for tatuaje. And um, this is his ve first valued price cigar uh, at five dollars. So uh, there's the uh, there's the contenders for the cigar of the year. One of them will be the cigar of the year. If you think we missed something, go to the cigarauthority.com, uh, contact us, contact us page, and uh, leave any message you want. And we'll we'll um, next week we'll talk about um, what people. Uh, wrote to us and said what we forgot or whatever because we don't have anything for the show next week so please yes. please write to <laughs> it'll us. be all mailbags yeah. all the time <laughs> so that's it next week what we will do is uh the latest edition of the cigar journal uh just came in i didn't have time to look at it yet we'll look at it through the week and we'll tell you all about uh, the things that are in it and what they're talking about Cigar Journal is a worldwide publication, so you'll get information on what's happening in Europe and uh, all around the world of, of cigars. And maybe we don't know what's happening right here. Um, we'll return also back to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem on Saturday. Uh, what else you got? That's all I have. That's it. Thanks, else. thanks a lot for uh, <laughs> the input here. So uh, it was uh, a bit of farewell for the uh, icon. Well, we're not icon. wishing it a farewell yet. It's still the reigning cigar of the year until the new one is crowned. So we have it. That's right. If you got some time to make your way down to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, we're going to be here till 6 o'clock, and uh, we'll etch the boxes. We'll get a chance to win the snowblower. We'll be at the Nashua store tomorrow all day uh, and wrapping it up there, and somebody will win the snowblower. In the meantime, these make great gifts. You know, get a box of cigars with uh, somebody's name or Merry Christmas with their name on it or whatever. Everybody likes their name. They except love you. It. I love Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan. Oh. Jonathan. Okay, so that's it. 
For Eric Cantor from Hammer and Sickle, thanks for joining us. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, and Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And whether you pronounce it Illusione, which is wrong, or Illusione, when you're smoking the R, standing for Rothschilds, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. And this thing is good right down to the very right end. I'm nubbing end. this bad boy. We'll see you guys next week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys, you know what? The guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop, if you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can can get for the best deal you can't beat it and then whenever i'm in new hampshire again if i'm in high speed police chase or something i'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys why thank you lenny clark As a